However, your future self isn't someone you discover. It's someone you create, someone you become, someone you choose to become. Secondly, if there always seemed to be an insurmountable obstacle in your way preventing you from creating the person you want to become, maybe it's time to break up with yourself and start over because that obstacle might be you. <laughs> that obstacle might be you, some part of you that is holding yourself back. Hey there, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and this is Energize Your Life After 50. You see, the goal of this podcast is to help you answer one simple question, and that is, how do you want to live the next chapter in your life? Do you want to keep it as it is, or do you want more? Do you want to be better, fitter, stronger, healthier without meds, more confidence, more sex appeal? Do you want to get your mojo back? Maybe you want to be the you you've always thought you could be. So each week, we'll look at simple ways to intentionally create your next chapter, prioritizing your health, your physicality, your emotional and spiritual well-being, as well as looking and feeling your best. Are you up for the challenge? Then let's get moving. And hello, and welcome to another episode of Energize Your Life After 50. How you doing, huh? Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a great holiday season. As I'm recording this, it's the last week of the year. The last week of the year. Can you imagine that? That means we have a brand new year coming up. So as this year ends, I hope you look back and say, wow, it was a successful year. It was a good year after all. After all the things that we've gone through in the past two years, 2021 was a pretty good year and looking forward to creating a great year in 2022. So today, guys, I want to talk to you about how to break up with yourself, kick bad habits to the curb and create your future self. So let me start by asking you a question. Are you the same person that you were 10 years ago? I hope you answered no, because that means you're learning from your experiences, your successes and failures, and growing, getting better in the process. Let me ask you a second question. In 10 years from now, will you be the same person that you are today? Again, I hope you answered no, because the future is yours to create. But you see, unfortunately, Many people can't see their future selves being much different from who they are today. And the older they get, the more likely this is the case. In psychology, there is a term called end-of-history illusion. And it's where people believe that they have achieved significant personal growth up into the present but will not substantially grow or mature more in the future. And as we get older, we tend to hold on to this illusion more, you know, to the point where the stories we make up about who we are become who we present to the world as the truth about who we are. When in fact, 
who we are is in a constant state of flux. That means it can change at any moment if you so desire. So here's a third question for you. But before we get started, I'd like to take this time to remind you of a few important resources that are available to you. Number one, my free masterclass. You know, the top three things you must do to lose weight and keep it off. Okay, if you're struggling with uh, weight as an issue, then you must check out that masterclass. There's also my webinar, Get Your Sexy Back. If you're ready to truly transform your body and your life, then please sign up for the webinar. It's free. You also have access to a free health strategy call with me when you're ready to move forward in a powerful way. I also have a vault of coaching videos at my website, uh, you know, personalfitness.com. You can find all of that, sign up for all of that at my website, personalfitness.com. And lastly, please consider subscribing to this podcast. You know, there is a link in the episode notes. And thank you. Thank you for being here. I really do appreciate you. So here's a third question for you. Why on earth would you want to break up with yourself? Why on earth would you want to break up with yourself? That's a fair question. I know you're asking yourself that. And, well, here's the thing. You know how sometimes in a relationship you just feel like you and your partner no longer want the same things? You're, you're no longer moving in the same direction. You, you may feel like the relationship has run its course and no longer serve either of you. You're no longer having any fun together and you're, you're, you're tired of the struggle. Well, maybe that partner is yourself because we are in relationship with ourselves, are we not? Absolutely. Which just happens to be the most important relationship because you have to live with yourself every forking day of the year and sometimes it's just no fun. You know, you look in the mirror and you don't like the person looking back at you. Maybe you've tried repeatedly to overcome stress eating, overeating, or emotional eating, but you always seem to end up right back where you began. And sometimes trying to move from where you are to where you want to be to the person you strive to be, they just always seem to be an insurmountable obstacle in your way. And you're just so tired and weary because struggle robs you of every bit of energy. It sucks you dry. But you keep at it because you keep telling yourself that this is not the way you want to go out. Not like this. You don't want to end up like your mother or your father, taking a half a dozen meds every day for various health conditions and a half a dozen more for the side effects of that first half dozen. You know, avoiding looking in the mirror because you don't like what you see, getting pissed at yourself because none of your favorite clothes fit you, or just always feeling like you're running on empty because you have no energy. No, that's not how you see yourself. Your future self in your mind is someone who jumps up out of bed every morning excited to start his or her day. You look in the mirror and give a high five to that sexy woman or that stud looking back at you because, baby, you look good naked. When you go to your closet to get dressed, you no longer have, a, you know, have to deal with the anxiety you used to have because your clothes no longer fit. No, your clothes fit 
and you look like a million bucks. And when you step out the door and into the world, people notice you. Why? Because you feel sexy again, confident and self-assured. You've got your mojo back. But you come back to present reality. And the struggle is very real. So what do you do? You break up with yourself and start all over again. That's right. You break up with yourself and start all over again. You create a new story. You get to create a new story. Your future self isn't someone you discover. It is someone you create. So you start over. You create a new story. Let me repeat that. Your future self isn't someone you discover. He or she is someone you choose to become. And by choosing to become that future self, you go about the business of creating that person. So how do you do that? Well, here's a first step on the ladder. You have to first let go of the labels you put on yourself, people. You let go of the labels you put on yourself. You know, these are limiting beliefs we tell ourselves about who we are or what we can and can't do. For instance, I'm an introvert. I'm not good at sports. I'm not coordinated. I can't lose weight because I'm big bone. Believe me, I've heard all of these, every single one of them. And here's the problem with labels. The problem with labels is that when something is accepted as truth, we stop seeing alternative possibilities. When you accept something about yourself as the truth, we stop seeing alternative possibilities. So other things are not possible. We stop trying new things because we are we already convinced ourselves that, hey, that's not me. I can't do that or I don't do that. But why can't you do that or why don't you do that? Here are a few examples. Back in the 90s, I was, you know, a member of Toastmasters International. And Toastmasters is a great organization that helps people improve presentation skills and one of the exercises we do every time we meet, we met, I haven't been in Toastmasters for over a decade, was a process called Table Topics, which, you know, it's an activity to help you develop impromptu speaking. And you're given a topic, something you may know absolutely nothing about, and you have to speak for three minutes on that topic, on the fly. You know, they call on you, you stand up, and here's the topic, boom. Go, three minutes. And I've seen people who come into Toastmasters who were absolutely terrified of table topics, absolutely terrified of not knowing what to say, what the next word is, and just stood there like a deer in a headlight. But guess what? A few months down the road, many of those same people went from being terrified to being hilariously funny in just a few months. And why does that happen? It happened because over time, through diligent practice, they became better at the activity they weren't good at. Therefore, the story or label they were holding on to is no longer true. The story they were telling themselves that I'm not a good speaker, I can't do impromptu speaking, that was no longer true because of disciplined practice. You get where I'm coming from? So before we can move on from where we are to a future self, we have to first let go of those labels we place on ourselves and the stories we tell ourselves. 
I'm reminded of another example. I, I, I teach salsa. I, I used to teach salsa and West Coast Swing dance to beginners. I haven't done that in a number of years, especially over the pandemic. And, you know, I remember one of my students, it was a middle-aged gentleman in his 60s. He made a wife with his, he made a deal with his wife, that is, that he would learn to dance with her. He would take dance lessons with her if she would take ski lessons and, and go skiing with him. Rather, she made the deal with him that he would take dance lessons with her and she would learn to ski and go skiing with him. And, you know, his story of himself was that, hey, I'm just a white boy from the Midwest with two left feet, so I can't dance. I'm just a white boy from the Midwest with two left feet, so I can't dance. And you know, when we first started, he was right. <laughs> you know, he had two left feet. But, and, and that, that, that's the story he was telling himself, himself. But here's the deal. Over time, he got better. At the end of a few months, they were going out to clubs, dancing. A couple of years down the road, they were actually competing in dance competitions. Hello, hello, hello. That is what I'm talking about, letting go of the story we tell ourselves and be willing to create a new story. So the first step in this process is being willing to let go of the stories we tell ourselves and be willing to move forward in creating a new story. So Tom was able to become a much better dancer than when he started. He became an excellent dancer. And here, here's a guy that was in his 60s. There were a couple in their 60s. And he was able to go from being a, just a white boy from the Midwest with two left feet to being someone who was comfortable enough and good enough to participate in dance competitions. But first, he had to let go of the label he had about himself. I'm no good at dancing because I've got two left feet. That was his label for years. And that was what was holding him back from taking dance lessons with his wife or going dancing with his wife before, you know, I came into the picture. But once he did, he was open to the possibility that maybe, hey, I can actually do this. And he did. Okay. Now, here's the second step. You have to create a clear picture of your future self. The reason why most people don't succeed in transforming their body, per se, and their lifestyle and their life is because they don't start with a clear desired outcome. You've got to have a clear desired outcome. Let me repeat that. You have to start with a clear desired outcome. What does that future self look like? How do you think? What's important to you? What are your most important values? What does your body look like? How do you feel in that new body? What habits have you internalized to the point where they've become your new way of life? You must be able to paint a clear desired picture of the outcome you seek. Or as Stephen Covey wrote in The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. What does that new person look like? How does he, how do you inhabit that body? Then work on developing the belief that you can get there. You start with a clear picture of what you want. Then you have to work on developing the belief that you can make that happen and map out a path to help you get there. 
You see the, prog the progression here? A clear desired picture, the belief that you can get there, and then you have to have a clear path of how to make it happen. That is how you go about creating that future self. Now, the third step in this process is what psychologists call changing your identity narrative. Your identity narrative is the internalized story you tell about yourself, past, present, and future. But the gist of it is you start living your future self now. You start living as if it, is, it has already happened and the future is now. You live your future self now. You start living that future identity now. For example, if you're a couch potato who love eating junk and binge watching Netflix, and your future self is a healthy, fit, active, energetic version of yourself who is enjoying life as a healthy, at a healthy weight, let's say, I'll call him six-pack Sally or six-pack Sam, right? Your future self is six-pack Sally or six-pack Sam. Now, the process of creating that future self is to start embodying the mindset, behaviors, and habits of six-pack Sally or six-pack Sam. So you would start asking yourself questions like, what would six-pack eat? How much sleep does six-pack get each night? What does six-pack spend his or her time doing? What activities does six-pack engage in? What would six-pack do in this situation? You get the idea? Right? So if you want to be six-pack Sally or six-pack Sam, you would start living from the point of view of your future self, six-pack Sally or six-pack Sam. So in other words, you let your future self shape your mindset, habits, and behaviors today. You allow your future self to shape your habits, mindset, and behaviors today. You get the idea? I know we've said a lot here today. We've discussed a lot of things. So let's have a brief recap. We talked about the fact that you're not the same person you were 10 years ago, nor will you be the same person 10 years from now. However, your future self isn't someone you discover. It's someone you create, someone you become, someone you choose to become. And secondly, if there always seemed to be an insurmountable obstacle in your way preventing you from creating the person you want to become, maybe it's time to break up with yourself and start over because that obstacle might be you. <laughs> that obstacle might be you, some part of you that is holding yourself back. Now, we do this by first letting go of the labels or the stories we tell about ourselves. I, I'm not this, I'm not that. I've got two left feet. <laughs> then create a clear picture of what that future self is. What does that future self look like? How does that future self think? And finally, start living as your future self. Six-pack Sally, six-pack Sam. What would six-pack do in this situation? What does six-pack eat? How does six-pack think? How much does six-pack sleep? So if you want to be six-pack Sally or six-pack Sam, you need to embody six the lifestyle of six-pack Sally now, the behaviors and habits of six-pack Sally now.
That is the process of creating your future self. That is a process of breaking up with yourself, kicking those bad habits to the curb because you're now going to create the new habits of six-pack Sally and six-pack Sam and creating your future self. Isn't that brilliant? That's all I've got for you today. But as I say goodbye to you, I leave you with these parting words. One of my favorite quotes from Albert Einstein is that your vision of who you want to be is your greatest asset. I'm paraphrasing here, but something to that sort. Your vision of who you want to be is your greatest asset, the greatest asset you have. So that's all I've got. I'm Dr. Del Millers, and as usual, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. Before I go, please share this episode with three people, your friends, your colleagues, family members, people you like, people you don't like. If they listen, maybe they'll become more likable, don't you think? And please do me a favor, subscribe to the podcast and leave me a review and a rating. I would certainly appreciate that. It does help, folks. It helps other people to find the podcast. So do me that one favor. Subscribe. Leave a review and a rating. I'd like a four or five star. I would appreciate that because it helps the podcast be found easier. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And Happy New Year to you. Be well. And I will see you next year. Take care. You've been listening to Energize Your Life After 50 with me, your host, Dr. Del Millers. For all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can check the show notes or go to my website at personalfitness.com. There you can sign up for the free masterclass, the webinar, free webinar, a free health strategy call, and have access to my vault of coaching videos all for free. So check out the website at personalfitness.com. See you next time.